Hey everyone, this is Joel and Noah from the Wealth of Health podcast. This podcast is a conversation of our journey to financial health. We think work until 65 just ain't it. And just like you, we're trying to make sure that never happens. And if you're interested in letting us know what you're trying to do to achieve financial health, I want to join us in our journeys. Join the discussion on our Facebook at the Wealth is Health podcast. Let's tap in. All right, what is going on, everyone? Welcome back to the Wealth is Health podcast. Joel and Noah here to talk to you about what went on with our week. Um, I feel like the normal, the normal setup of our show is going to kind of change as like we go along. We've kind of covered a lot of the foundational material, not like crazy in depth, but we've given enough resource for you to be able to figure out the stuff on your own. And a lot of stuff is happening in our own lives too. So we want to talk about that as like a majority, because remember like this podcast is a conversation of our journeys to financial health. So we want to talk about our journeys and a big thing has happened with one of the uh, hosts of this podcast very recently. I don't know if you want to talk about that. No, I think it's, I think we're referring to you here. Um, I don't know. <laughs> I hate you I feel like okay. I feel like the beginning part no, was like it. low key disrespect. <laughs> How is that disrespect? You were like, "All right, bro." So like, we gave y'all enough. Like, just figure the shit out by yeah, yourself. Yeah, basically now. figure it out. It's about us. Now. <laughs> I just want to talk about myself now. <laughs> it's kind of true, but no, nah, I mean, no. Nah. Well, what I'll say is, what I'll say is, it's like we are we are documenting like our journey. So that is kind of like the main point of it. But it's like we still want to hear about like their journeys and stuff too. So yeah, but this isn't Dave Ramsey, so we're not going to give you some crazy information. We should have them call in and start asking us uh, questions like we're financial advisors. Facts. Now like we, the Dave we need Ramsey to get show. a little bit bigger. Yeah, we need to get Pause, a little bit bigger yeah. for that. Yeah, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> All right, go. but yeah, no, I think you should. Actually, I think I should say my update a little because your update yeah. is going to take forever. Yeah, um, that's the thing. So. Yeah, recently, last week, Friday, I had a meeting with some person from, uh, I'm not going to mention the name of the source yet, but this Bro, person blast them. does this. Blast them I right can't now. blast them yet. I can't <laughs> blast them until I make a decision. This All person right. from this uh, rental arbitrage kind of like course, and they were like offering me like a bunch of stuff. And these people have done it before. So the hosts of this, they have a podcast as well. Uh, and the hosts of these podcasts have like a lot of properties. They're building their business pretty big. Uh, and they were saying like, in this course, they'll give you the full course breakdown. They'll give you meetings every single Wednesday for life with these people uh, who run these properties. And they'll also give you like a private group, like a secret Facebook Facebook group chat that you can use to talk to um, people you want to who are doing the same exact stuff you're doing. And I was like thinking like, yeah, this is great. Like I really want to do this. I feel like it'd be worth my while. Currently I have like 8,000 set up uh for rental arbitrage to be used and i was asking the dude like how much would it cost because he wasn't bringing in costs when i was calling him and just as like a like before anything the person i was talking to was a representative of the people who i watch so they actually weren't the same people who i was who i've been like listening to their podcast and whatever and he was telling me much money to do that person yeah exactly like they they know how to set it up as a business so immediate delegation so yeah he was uh the dude was telling me like usually it's seven thousand dollars but because we're on a call right now i'll give it to you for 48 percent off and i was like all right so 3k basically 3,800. he's like if you don't have that right now i can work with you but you have to pay a little bit more so it's like you could do two installments of 2,000 or three installments of like 1,400 and i was like like all right i could pay off this that I could pay this like three thousand eight hundred right now. He did seem like he knew what he was talking about, like pretty well. I asked him if he had properties himself, and he did have properties himself. He was actually renovating one 
he said today actually like around this time he was renovating one because i was supposed to meet with him today um but i was like yeah i don't know like i need some time to think or whatever like is this something i have to make right now this this decision and he was telling me like yeah you have to make it like typically these deals happen on the phone so i have to you'd have to kind of do this whole transaction process right now and i was like what like i don't like when people kind of like every, every time someone tries to make you give away your money in like a short time frame without you being able to think about it too much i always see that as a downside but the problem with that though is too like i was like i didn't mention this with you Noah too like in business that kind of is like a real thing like you have to be able to make decisions like on the fly ish when someone presents you an opportunity, that could be like the last nah, opportunity actually, you know. get. I don't know. Well, I, I'm like specifically thinking like big. Yeah. I, I, so for this one, I think it's not the same because it is like a course. It's just a course. Like they sell this same stuff over and over again. The only thing that they'd be selling me that wouldn't be recycled would be the Wednesday meetings and the uh, the group chat. But in this, yeah, in this uh, scenario specifically, though, I was like, I always get sketched when people tell me like, you got to get it right now like basically this has to happen right now because i'm like what like what do you mean this has to happen right now especially you know if they probably, know that what i was gonna say another thing is like if he's specifically a sales rep it's like there's no guarantee that if you call back in and you decide you want to do that that he's gonna be the one that you're talking to so now he can't get the sale like that's yeah. another thing too so that's that, very true which yeah, is like you gotta true. respect that grind but it like it would suck kind of on your end because it's like well I, like i truly need time to process or whatever so yeah yeah that's very true too and i i, I kind of like when i was thinking about it i, I knew it's like it, it's like a they create this like they're good at making money clearly they understand how to make money and if i say yes that's an instant three thousand eight hundred they just made like just like that but i was like it's annoying because i told this dude before like before we even talked about pricing we talked about how much i have to to use for this entire process so the dude knows i'm good for three thousand even if it would like deplete what i have like in literally half but it's he already knows that i have that money one and then two like he knows that i'm in college and he knows that i'm like really young so it annoys me that like i'm trying to start this thing out young i don't have that much money you can't cut me like a little bit of slack i guess even though i understand that like business is business numbers are numbers you can't really do that but I don't know. I was a pretty. I was kind of annoyed about it, even though I think he has like good service to offer, and he's like a good salesman. Like he was a good like salesman. He was able to pitch like his his product well or his product he's representing like very well. So I was thinking about it, but I don't know. I called up Noah, asked him what he thought about it. And you basically were saying like, it if it's it, it it could be worth it if I vet the dude, realize like this dude is actually a good person to be working with, and like, even though he tried to force me into it, if he has good value to provide to me, then I should take the deal. Um, but I don't know. A piece of me really feels like I can do it myself. I've already set up the LLC, and I don't know if I'm just looking for, like, a scapegoat or some way to really feel like I know what I'm doing rather than, like, trying and experiencing and, and potentially, like, failing sometimes but then learning from those mistakes. So, I don't know. Are you really just afraid of putting the, putting the money up towards it first? The money towards, like, a course or something like that. No, I'm not really afraid to put the money up for a course, but I, like, originally planned on getting this property in July. So, like, I, I planned on, like... Okay. I, so, I was putting you behind, basically, is what you're saying. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Like, I, it's putting okay. me behind. And even if I did... Like, the way I see it, 
And the way the market is, it's so seasonal that if I started, let's say I did take this man's course and it's like a six week course anyways, bro, how are you going to have me starting in like at the end of the season, August, September around there? I can't really make too much of a profit in August and September because that's literally when the season starts dwindling down. And for the most part, people actually get their summer seasons to pay for their winter season when it's so low. It's still like stupidly profitable, but. I was like, all right, like, you're kind of just really setting me back if I do this, especially since, like, I kind of know what I'm doing right now. So I don't know. I have to make the decision by tomorrow, but I'm feeling like I'm just going to ghost this man low key and just try to do it myself, to be honest with the, like 3K is a lot to start out. And that's why I chose rental arbitrage, because it's one of the easiest, like, you don't need too much to get started, but I just don't have 3K lying around, I guess. Well, you do, but... Well, I do. Literally, yeah. literally lying around. Yeah, but yeah, nah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I was going to say that um, like when it comes to courses and all that, so I'm personally a fan of courses, and I said it, uh, I think, in the first episode, but I'm a fan of courses, and I'm especially a fan of courses, or I basically don't even want to take a course in general that doesn't also like plug me into like the community. So it's like I want to be a part of like like a mastermind too and have like other people that I can meet with about it and like ask my questions too. So courses like that or um, just resources like that, like I'm typically a fan of. But yeah, I was just saying that when you do it, you do have to make sure that um, it's someone that that you really feel like you could learn from for real, for real. Like basically all the courses that I've taken, it's from people that I've followed for a minute. And, like, some of them even had, like, their own podcast that I've been listening to, like, for years. So, I, I don't know. It's just, like, more of that trust there, I guess. Um, but, yeah, even the thing that you were saying about, like, sometimes it's, like, you want to just do it so, like, you know that you know what you're doing at that point. Or you, like, just feel more confident that you know what you're doing. Because I felt like that about, like, the rental property course I took. I paid, like, $2,000 for that one. And, mm. um... Even, like, other people in the course are like, I mean, I don't really feel like I learned, like, that much more, um, to be honest. But I was saying that I was happy I took it anyways because um, it kind of, like, certified it for me. So I'm now I'm like, all right, cool. Like, she walked me through this whole thing. So it's not just me, like, piecing together from all these different books. Like, it's all kind of centralized in one place. And it came with, like, scripts for me to, like, interview people and, like, all that other stuff. And more, yeah. like, most importantly, like I said, it... It put me in different like group chats and Zoom meetings with with different people periodically. So, so I overall thought it was worth it. But yeah, I'm I'm still a fan of also just feeling like um, even though like you want to proceed forward um, and continue to take action, I'm just a fan of like always being in that learning phase as well. So it's like I'm never gonna feel like I know enough. So even if I had like a bunch of rental properties, you would still probably see like see me listening to books on rental property investing and potentially taking like more courses and same with stocks same with like whatever ventures i'm pursuing like i'm just always going to be like nah like there's just something more that i don't know yet so mm -hmm. fan of just continuous education but yeah yeah either way though i, I am glad i called Noah because i was like thinking about it. i was like should i just have made that decision right now and i told the dude i was like yeah my money's in an account that i hope this doesn't get out to anyone who works with them that'd be crazy I was like, my money's in the account my money's in the that's account that's gonna be the first dislike that we get yeah facts from him 
Uh, my money's in the account. I can't access it right now. Dude was asking me. He's like, I don't know why he assumed I had a 401k that the money was stored in, but he's like, how long would it take you to get your money at your 401k? I was like, bro, you know who you're talking to right now. I'm lady 20 years old in school, but but yeah, nah. He so he told me he'd call me back on Tuesday, and it just like by chance gave me time to think, because 3k is like a lie. I wouldn't just keep that in my normal checkings. But yeah, that's. I mean, I. I don't know. I feel like, and like you were saying, like I'm, I'm kind of worried to be one of those people who are like, yeah, I really didn't learn that much because for the most part, I have like really specific questions, like ones on like a, a lease addendum. Like I've never signed a lease before, so mm-hmm. I have to figure out how to do that. But I don't think that's. I think that's more of a YouTube search than it is a, um, an entire course. And I even have like a mock version of a lease from that one course I had that I said was trash, but at least it gave me like a lease agreement. So bro, I, I have lease agreements for my too. property. <laughs> I, I thought I, I sent them to you. Well, I don't understand like the difference with rental arbitrage lease agreements and air. And, okay. And I don't know if there's a difference. That's why I was like, would specifically look for someone who had that. Because yeah, again, exactly. again, I don't know what I'm talking about, so I don't know what it would look like. And I don't know, but yeah. Well, I was gonna say really, two more uh, things real quick. So, um, one, you know what? Never mind. I forgot that one. Wow. I might actually just forgot both. Oh, wait, no. The wow. second one about <laughs> yeah. um, being pressured to, like, make a decision quickly or whatever. And it's like they say that, like, good businessmen, like, can always do it, like, on the spot. But I actually don't agree with that mm. at all, to be honest. Like, um, my thing was when people have said that to me, I'm like, I know that you're just using that as a tactic to, like, get me to subscribe to whatever you're talking about right now. And, like, if you want me to make a decision right at this moment, my answer is going to be no. Especially because when most people are presenting me opportunities, it's not like... Um, I just don't believe in, like, just waiting for an opportunity, I guess. So that's why I'm not really as subject and I don't get as much FOMO about stuff like that. Because I'm like, I already have a plan to get to where I need to go, like, before I even spoke to you to begin with. So when you're presenting, like, an opportunity to me, I feel like you should just come about it respectfully (laughs) you know what i mean and and understand that it's like if anything the only thing you're doing is potentially like helping me get to my goal faster but i'm still going to get there with or without whatever opportunity you're presenting to me so just Mm -hmm. keep that in mind um but yeah i'm I'm never going to let anyone pressure me into making decision like right on the spot if i don't feel comfortable doing that especially with going back to like the the mbti personality type and all that like, my type is, like, specifically known for, like, taking a while to come to certain decisions or whatever. And the only way that, um, the only reason why it'd be, I'd be quicker at making certain decisions is because it's, like, it already aligned with my goals to begin with. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, if I'm out here uh, looking for, for a new property to invest in or whatever, and then someone randomly comes up to me and is like, yo, I have this, this property that you could, like, invest in right now. Or whatever and it's like i already had in my mind like the criteria set of what i'm looking for so if it checks my boxes yes i'm going to proceed quickly because i already had that in mind but if it's just like some random thing that i haven't even it's never crossed my mind before yeah get out of my face bro you know there's I mean? no reason for it <laughs> yeah. yeah and i am glad you said that because I, I i did think that but it like more like validated um me like being like yeah nah bro i'm gonna have to lie to you real quick so i can think a little bit more (laughs) (laughs) like honestly yeah um i didn't know if we really wanted to spend so much time on that but i actually think that it's important because when people are like pursuing uh like financial independence or whatever you are going to be presented with certain opportunities like 
a lot of the multi-level marketing and network marketing stuff and it's not to say that they're all trash um but they definitely do kind of present that I dang i'm looking at joel's face like he's I like no nah, bro <laughs> they might all be trash, trash. I don't, i've heard there. i've heard that some people have, actually come up with them i heard but, it too but i don't believe like i feel like you have to be really good with sales yeah the majority of the time i don't really see people do well with it but people pursuing financial independence in general like don't really stick with it and do well so could be on the person not necessarily pro- the program but my point is it's like the majority of the time when people are trying to make me come to a decision really quickly and sign up for something it's like opportunities like that where it's like uh i mean i feel like from what i know everyone that's like ever presented one of those multi-level marketing or network marketing opportunities i'm richer than them already so yeah like i just don't care <laughs> yes, <it doesn't> yeah. <laughs> you know what i mean like they they came up to me acting like i was dumb especially because at the beginning and like uh, a lot of the listeners are probably late to that as well when it's like mm-hmm. you don't really have as much going for you like i was just working my little entry-level job and doing like lifting stuff on the side so it's like it doesn't really look like I'm doing too much, but because, like, that consistent effort um, and making sure that I was investing along the way, it's, like, some, like something ended up, like, coming out of it, but it was hard to see at that particular moment. So you might have to kind of deal with that. Um, I guess just people, like, like, looking at you, like, you don't know what you're talking about or you're just at, like, such a lower level and you need to just jump on their wave or whatever. But, I mean, stay consistent to, to what you're doing, I guess, would be... My advice, as long as you know or you have a lot of conviction behind the path that you're trying to take. Yeah, definitely agree with that. I was, yeah, no, that's really it. There's nothing else to say about that. I will give an update, too, on, like, the status of where I'm at right now. Like, I guess mentally, I'm doing fine. I'm just working, like, a lot. And I don't think it affects me in, like, the in the way, like... I'm so tired after every day. Like I hate this. Dang, time. depression, bro. No, nah, anxiety. I, don't think it me like that, <laughs> I, I think it's more. Yeah, no, no, no. I think it's more like, uh, like, uh, all right. I have less time. You kind of realize like how much time you did have before, and I'm just like tired. Like every day, like around this time, like pretty tired. Like after this podcast, I'm gonna take a nice nap, which don't make sense because it'll be late. So I probably mess up my sleeping schedule doing that. But it's what I have to do. I'm just like super tired. But yeah, I'm doing good. I'm gonna get out of this the thirtieth, so that's gonna be a great day when I'm we're done with this fully. Then we can move on to to bigger things. But yeah, that's really that's I that, that's all I can think of for updates for me. I have some right, stuff yeah. in the works that I don't want to say yet, but word. Um, I guess it's my turn. Um, yeah. but yeah, your boy finally closed on the property. Finally, after hey. all this time. Yeah. Hey. I was gonna say, can I get the clap thing now? Yeah, Pause. hold on, hold on. I'm trying to get it. <laughs> Hey, hold up, hold up. Wow, it's taking a while. Bad delayed, bro. There we go. Let's go, let's go. First of all, first of all, let me thank God. (laughs) Let me thank my mom. Let's get it, let's get it. You know what I mean? Alright. But yeah, so, finally, took long enough. Um, Yeah, I mean, I don't really know (laughs) what else to say about it, except, like, it was still annoying, and I'm still dealing with annoying (laughs) stuff right now. It's still annoying, yeah. So basically, uh, half a million, I'm still, half a million, I'm still on the grind, you know, which was interesting because like even at uh, the closing table and all that, matter of fact, not not even at that moment, but before that, like people were asking me like, oh, so like, how do you think it's going to feel to like be a homeowner, uh, a homeowner and all that? And I'm like, bro, like normally, 
it's just annoying. It's just annoying because um, I understand from their mindset, like the idea of just being a homeowner in general. Yeah, their like, weak little mindset. Their little. I'm not gonna go sign that statement. <laughs> I'm not going to co-sign that. <laughs> Those are Joel's words only. <laughs> but, yeah, to me, I'm just like, I like I personally don't understand what is so special or exciting about people wanting to consider themselves, like, homeowners or whatever. Like, I, I don't know. Well, that's why I forgot to congratulate you. Because I was like, yeah, I mean, this is part of the plan. I mean, I expect Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> we made a plan and we executed. Like, yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's that simple. Like, yeah, he told me he was going to do it and he did it. So, you know, I don't know what they really used to... Nah, I'm messing. It's, it's still a good account. It's a great accomplishment, but yeah. I feel like um, it's a great accomplishment if you're not looking at it from the perspective of... Oh, so you're, like, you're a homeowner now. Because yeah. to me, it's like when you're saying that too... I don't like I don't want to be disrespectful and I know like certain people are going to look at it disrespectful but hopefully if you listen to the first couple episodes like you already caught the wave so you know I'm not trying to come at people for real but it's like I don't think that someone is like special or they shouldn't I don't want to say they shouldn't be congratulated but they maybe they shouldn't be feeling themselves so hard about just being a homeowner in general especially if you didn't like truly analyze this property as an Wait, actual investment. Is that for like a single family you're talking? Not. I'm not talking about any property that you're buying that you didn't analyze as a true investment. Like, how okay. much wealth is this going to generate for me? Um, yeah. Especially compared to other opportunities that, that I could be using or utilizing. Um, but yeah, like I feel like in my case, it's a little bit different uh, in the sense that this property basically it it almost makes me like completely financially independent. I mean, even here, like when you calculate like how much it costs for me to live right now, like, yeah, I don't know. It's probably not that much. Wait, can you give us like an estimate or do you not want to say it like of how much you would be cash flowing from the property? Assuming all tenants are in, obviously. Yeah. So um, once they're bumped up to market rents and all that, and I have my my roommates in there as well then i would be generating 3800 in revenue like gross rent yeah um mm-hmm. and then my mortgage is 2215 dollars and like 43 cents or something like that um okay and then i have i hired a property manager which is like some of y'all are gonna roast me about that but i honestly couldn't care less but um so they're taking like 10 percent of the rent but that's not like they wouldn't take from my roommates they're only taking from the other floor so they would take about what is that i'll let you do the math actually wait 10 percent wait how like much 260 is like 1300 1300 oh yeah so yeah so yeah exactly 260 so what mm-hmm. like what is that spread right there from 3800 to 2215 and the 260 you don't have your calculator bro i can't use it because i'm recording the thing on my phone doing a lot right now i don't even know what the word spread means i can't lie so you have to explain that wait what you said what's the spread between what between like what i said in terms of revenue and then those expenses right there the mortgage and the property manager it's more that goes into it but i'm not gonna confuse people right now but just to show that spread so 3800 3800 right yeah subtract 22 let's just say 2216 so 2216 dollars Right, bro. This man said two thousand two hundred and sixteen dollars, bro. Sixteen 
Not yeah. just two thousand two hundred sixteen dollars in that. I too. mean, All right. you can put twenty two. Right. I remember. I just remember when I remember when we were talking about market rents. No, nah, I remember like, that. No, it wouldn't. Yeah, you're like thirteen oh four. It wouldn't even be four. It'd just be thirteen. <laughs> wow, look, I was well because I don't think it would actually nah, be thirteen oh four though. That's why. Like, I feel like that would be a weird listing to see. But anyways, and then if you subtract yeah. that the property manager fee from that, was it two hundred sixty dollars. Yep. Yeah. So one thousand three hundred twenty four. But um. I would say that that, like, the way that I personally analyze deals, that is not, like, my true free cash flow from the property. So, like, cash flow that's not actually tied to any sort of expense or whatever because I'm still budgeting for future vacancy expenses, future repairs and maintenance, and also capital expenditures. So, what capital expenditures is, I think I, I said it on the house hacking episode, but it's basically, like, the bigger ticket repairs, like, the roof and things like that. So after budgeting for all of that, um, I think my technical like real net cash flow after everything would actually only be like six hundred dollars. So you but uh... in my account, like in my bank account, <laughs> you would see a lot more than six hundred dollars like accumulating on a monthly basis. I'm just assuming that at some point in time I'm going to have to deploy that extra money for the repairs and stuff like that over time. Um, yeah yeah but either way well, like it cost me like less than like seven hundred dollars basically to live right now like with all of my bills so that's why i was saying um, that's actually that's i mean because like what like what bills do you have after housing you know what i mean like i have I my know, car yeah. payment my car insurance uh groceries uh, i mean that's why it's one third that's why it's one third of all expenses because yeah it's so much you're right, though. Well, I, I mean, like, I'm saying it's kind of insane because p- people still, like, buy random stuff or still have subscription services. You're just kind of a different... Not even a... I see, that's the thing. I don't want to say you're a different breed because I don't want people to think that you have to be a different type of person to, to do all this stuff. But you definitely have to have a different mindset. So I guess, in a way, you are a different breed because I, th- I feel like people don't genuinely or generally live off 700. Like, that's pretty cheap. I know it's a one... Like, you're the only person in it, but I still feel like... $700 a month. Oh, that was including, like, Wi-Fi and... Yeah, um, yeah, I know, yeah. I'm guessing that's, like, the whole, like... That's, like, like everything whole, like, in my package. life, basically. <laughs> $700, right? Yeah, I think it's, like, yeah, a little like, bit less than 700 actually. Like, I'm saying, like, that's the cost of a new computer. Like, that's... It's say that you're doing... <laughs> in fact, a new computer is probably $200 more expensive than... Like, my Mac, bro, I don't even want to talk about how expensive my Mac was, but... Let's just say, bro, you could be living two months off my Mac. Like, that's insane. With some change. Like, I think that's just very, like... I think it takes some sort of like discipline to be able to do that. And yeah, I think think you're a pretty disciplined person. Uh, that's that's sometimes. crazy. But I was going to say, so yeah, I mean, even with that, like that, that 600 uh, net cash flow after everything. Um, but yeah, like if I just did rub up even like once a week or twice a week or whatever, like on a weekend, I'm saying. Mm-hmm. I, I basically Have it paid off. Done. Yeah, I'd yeah. be done. But that, like, that's the that's the really incredible thing about house hacking because it's like, like you said, like knocking down that expense. But if you're able to actually cash flow in the property as well, it's just like, like basically, like I literally am just gonna get paid to move out of my my mom's house. Like I'm actually getting richer to do that. Whereas most people were telling me that um, I should basically give up on 
fi or financial independence because once i move out of my mom's house it's not going to get so easy because i'm going to have all these other bills but like in reality i'm just making everyone else pay for them so yeah i mean do you that's what's so frustrating with the person like... that you work <laughs> do you want to talk about that person your work said yeah uh, i may potentially get extra spicy but i might try to to calm nah, get down. extra spicy get extra spicy please nah chill because i'm gonna say something we gotta give him like... some good content <laughs> i'm gonna want to take back potentially all right all right then don't but, say that well, what, so what I'll say is, um, basically, this girl, um, like, she knows that I just closed, closed on a three-family property and all that. And she's like, um, I had specifically mentioned how after I leave, like, my job that day, I'm going to have to go to the bank to open up, like, a new checking and savings account for this property. So I have everything separated for accounting purposes. And she, like, basically, she was hating on that. She's like, wow, I don't know. Like, that just sounds like so much work to open a new bank account. Like, um, I don't understand that because I have a lot of accounts. <laughs> I have a lot of yeah. different types of accounts. And, like, it doesn't even take that long to open. But whatever. But, yeah, so she had said that. And she was just, like, about the property in general, like, getting a multifamily property. She's like, I don't know. Like, that just, it just doesn't sound, like, fun. Like, that actually sounds horrible. Like, that's literally what she said. Like, that sounds horrible. But if that's what mm. makes you happy. That's what she said after? Uh, I don't yes. like when people say that, man. I'm like, I mean, I, that's what makes me rich. And this is the reason <laughs> I'm broke. <laughs> and that's the exact reason why you're texting me right now talking about, oh, my gosh, like, this stuff didn't get done in the email box. Like, and you're freaking out about it because it's like, you really need this job. Yeah. And I really do not need this job. <laughs> like, that is oh, the difference no. right there. Because like I said, like, even just the property by itself already almost makes me financially independent i will say that I'm, I'm not accounting for um like health insurance which is something that i would have to pay for if i actually like left my job or whatever so i, I don't know how much that would be but like i'm saying like even just the property by itself and then me doing grubhub like saturday and sunday i'm chilling and i, I got monday that's... through friday to do whatever i want <laughs> I feel like that story is interesting. I thought it was going to be worse, to be honest. I thought she was going to say, like, you're a low life. Like, I hate you. But I no, get that these, just... like, small, like, comments, like, can add up. or Because it's not the first time you hear that type of stuff. Yeah. Like, you hear it all the time. Like, you hear, like, I don't know. Like, that doesn't seem like, seem like a good idea. Like, are you sure? Like, you hear it so much. And I feel like when we talk about how, like, you say, like, the worst thing you can do is listen to someone's advice and it prevents you from, like, doing something that's crazy. So I can see how you get, like, an extremely annoyed at someone saying, like, I don't know, like, putting that doubt in your head, but since you're already so, like, sure in it, you can just dispel it, like, very the, quickly. Well, no, the reason that it's annoying is because so I'm no. looking at her situation and her always mm. complaining about how broke she is, and it's like... <laughs> oh, she does? <laughs> yes, bro. <laughs> I need some and context. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. So it's like she's always complaining about how broke she is and how she feels like um, she's underpaid, like... And I will admit, too, like, she does so much extra stuff for this job, mm. and she's literally the lowest paid employee on the team. So I'm like, look at where you expend your energy, I shouldn't be bro. laughing at that. Like, look at where you expend your... And the fact that you want to go out of your way to roast me. Like, what are you Wait, talking was it a, about? Yeah, was it like a roast? Was she, like, roasting you, like, in front of your peers type thing? Or was this, like, a... Well, like, it's, it's not really, like like, a peer thing anymore because it's, like... And a lot of people are. You said because I'm office. on that level. That's why. <laughs> well, yeah. First of all, we're not even peers, anyways. <laughs> but and it's like she's also roasting me about Lyft and Grubhub and all that stuff. Like, oh, like who would want to do that? Why would you want to do that? I'm like people Bro, I'm, that do I'm not want you. to be poor like you. Like <laughs> people like like. Do you understand that I made more money 
being your friendly neighborhood Grubhub driver than I did with your little special bank job that, like, makes you feel nice inside. Like, I don't understand, bro. Like, I mean, I do understand, but my thing is, it's like, I read this book recently, and this isn't really the context I wanted to bring it up, and to be honest, but it's called, like, I think it's called, like, Why Do We Lie to Everyone, like, especially ourselves or something like that. And basically, it talks about how, like, most human beings have this thing where they, they really want to, like, protect their their self-image. Mm-hmm. So that, like, that's why they're, they're lying so much, because they don't ever want to be seen as, like, uh, someone that's, like, untrustworthy or, like, not doing the right thing and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So I know from her perspective, it's more so, like, a protective mechanism where she doesn't want to feel like... Uh, like she's not doing enough she wants to feel like she's doing everything that she can do to better her situation and it just like it just so happens that it's not working out for her but i'm like no that's not the truth like if you wanted to do more you would have more <laughs> like it's is that simple to be honest but you don't want to do that so just shut up <laughs> like that's my thing <laughs> respectfully yeah. respectfully but that goes back to like to my inner critic thing from like last time last episode where i'm like i don't really i mean i still have it but i guess i don't i just don't have it as much to think about like wanting to protect my self-image because i want to know the truth so if i'm Mm -hmm. slacking like i just want to know that i'm slacking i might not want someone else to directly tell me that i'm slacking but it's like that's why um i constantly want to put myself in rooms and go to certain events where it's like i'm gonna be near people that are basically showing me indirectly that I'm trash. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? And like how I could be yeah. doing better and stepping it up. Like, and even though it, it like, it makes me feel horrible in the moment, it's still, I don't know. Like, I just know that I have more potential and I need to, to tap into that. So that like, that's what I'm about. But I understand why most people are not like that because that's a tough journey. Cause it's like, there's always going to be someone that's like outdoing you. And there's always going to be like another mountain to climb. But I guess I just don't take it as personal most of the time where it's like just the most devastating thing in the entire world. I'm just like, all right, I guess there's just another round to climb. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, I know. I, I um, don't even believe that though. I don't believe, I don't believe that though, that you don't take it you that personally. I, I do. Like it it depends. It, it depends. But go ahead. Okay. I like who it is and like how, like, no, like, I guess like, I feel like I'll like me personally, I'll, I might take it personal, like at certain moments in time. But mm-hmm. after that, I'm just like, all right, like now I have a new goal that I need to head towards. And there's there's always going to yeah. be moments in time where it's like, I'm going to stop and be like, dang, like I am big trash or whatever. But it's like, I'm still going to get up and move towards like whatever the goal is or whatever the next milestone is. But I do think that it's also important to take time to, uh, I guess, appreciate like how far that you have come and how much you have accomplished as well. So I don't think it's uh, a thing where it's like you need to be like that 24-7 because that's more so unhealthy. Um, But I will say that for me, like the way that um, I feel like my life will go, it's like at the beginning of my journey, it's going to be more of those moments where like I'm more so like, all right, what is the the next mountain that I need to climb or whatever? And then I'm going to stop and like take vacations like every once in a while to reflect. But I feel like the like the more I progress, um that would mean that there's there's more time to i guess i guess like stop and smell the roses or whatever you know yeah. what i mean yeah yeah that's like interesting. at the beginning of your journey it's just it's just different but go ahead 
I was going to say what you just said was interesting. Cause what you're saying is basically as you go on, you kind of want to... Okay, you kind of want to be able to take more vacations if you wanted to. Not that you would be, like, going anywhere. But I feel like that's, like, the like the point of it. Like, you're building yourselves these systems so you can take time to reflect on everything. I remember thinking about um, the people around me taking... Because right now people are just taking a lot of vacations who are my age, like, 20 or so. And I always think about it, and I'm like, and, and people have asked me too, like, oh, like you could just just take a vacation, whatever. Like my family's even trying to plan like a vacation somewhere, mm-hmm. and I'm just thinking like, yeah, I'm not interested to go though because that's like a whole, like two grand, three grand that I'd be spending on something that isn't like, actually helping me. Like it's actually more of like a, it, like this might be preventing future vacations for me by going on this like one right here, and I think that's like a, a men- like I, I just have like no interest at all in traveling or doing anything. But to an extent, though, I feel like that is kind of unhealthy because I, I don't have, like, those breaks. And sometimes I'll, I'll even see other people traveling and be like, wow, like, I wish I could still do that. But uh, I just found that interesting you say vacation specifically because I've, like, that's recently happened to me. Yeah, I was going to say, I feel like uh, sometimes people can delay gratification to the point where it's like, you're never actually going to experience gratification. Like, you know what I mean? Because you're just, you're just continuously pushing it back. Yeah, and uh, to yeah. be honest, I feel like that happens to most people so i i personally understand why like people are always going to give me the advice that it's like i should be more so like living in the moment or whatever because they don't understand that to me i'm like no i have like a very specific timeline and i like i do um like i am going to incorporate that stuff and i do it like more and more as i'm like uh becoming or yeah becoming wealthy and all that Mm. but um yeah, to me, like, it's it just very much relative to wherever you're at right now. But I will say, like, right now, and I would say you might want to actually take advantage of this time period because probably for quarter three, I'm going to be slowing down a little bit. Your boy's going to be um, acquiring some liabilities, <laughs> so, so <laughs> to be I honest. To, right. so, so take advantage okay. of this time because quarter four, I'm back in full effect. <laughs> take advantage of this time. I'm going to have to find a property <laughs> quickly. <yo. laughs> Facts. Because <laughs> when say? I come back, I'm I'm here to conquer, bro. You know what I mean? Like that I'm always gonna have that drive regardless, but um to give like specifics, like while I'm gonna be um like getting my property together and all that, like I am in order to like give to myself, so I'll say this. I kinda wish I had prefaced like this beforehand, but um one Are you sure way you wanna talk about it right now. Well, it's Are related sure to the to... property, so that's okay. why I feel like yeah. All right. Um I'm gonna have to get to it though, like build up, but Basically, um, a way to protect you from not delaying gratification too much is to have, like, certain principles already in place. So, for example, like, in the book Principles, specifically by Ray Dalio, um, basically, like, you're kind of just putting certain, like, guidelines or principles that, like, you want to live by or whatever. So, for me, one thing that I was doing was, like, and this was more so a while ago, I definitely had to up it soon. But it was, like, every $10,000, I wanted to basically, like, take a break and kind of, like, celebrate it a little bit every time I was um, increasing my asset column by $10,000 increments. I would say towards, like, the latter half of 2020, it was just happening too fast. So I was like, all right, bro, like, (laughs) I don't care anymore because it's, like, (laughs) it was getting to the point where it's, like, 10 grand every month. So I'm just like, all right, bro, like, I'm not going to do this every month. So I'm going to have to up it to, like, 25 or 50 or something. I might have to mm-hmm. make it like a hundred, <laughs> or yeah, maybe every time I buy a new property or something like that. You know what I mean? These are some great problems you're having, yeah. Yeah. So um, you can obviously adjust it over time, but like just make sure that you do that. But um, I'm I'm not really gonna 
do that in terms of like celebrating for this property like going out or whatever um but i am gonna celebrate like to give to myself a little bit by uh potentially like spending a little bit more than i typically would spend in terms of just like furnishing it and getting it like nice for me to live in so like like I did buy a TV that's probably a little bit more expensive than I would typically want to spend. Wow, you bought a liability, bro. <laughs> and no I don't way. even watch TV. And I don't even watch TV, bro. You I watch TV like once a month. Yeah, I was gonna say. Well, and I got a sound bar that. for it and all that. Is that you for your I mean? main? I'm guessing that's for like the main living the area. Living room. Yep. Yeah, so everyone's gonna be living there too. You could probably raise the rents because of that. I know you're probably thinking that like a little bit. Yes, yeah, <laughs> no, I, I was, I was gonna ask you though. Um, Oh, I don't actually... Okay, so how how do you, like... Because you took a trip alone, right? You took a trip alone I've taken because... taken multiple trips alone. What do you do when you're there alone? You just, like, meet random people? And, like, I'm sure you can't have conversation about this stuff to them. Or do you just, like, kind of just forget yeah, about... Yeah, I can. I can do whatever I want, first of all. Facts, but you guys be like, yo, it's good. Like, I just bought a property. And then I'd be like, oh, my God. Like, it's going to be annoying. You're not going to like that conversation, I feel. You're not going to no, relate to that person. it's different. Or do you just turn it off? Like, do you just turn it off and you're like, all right, well, I'm just going to be one of these regular degulars for a little bit? Um, no, nah, hold up. Well, I'm, I'm going to get to that in a second, but I will say, like, it's not just the TV. Like, there's other stuff I'm going to be doing to the property. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's yeah. that's why I'm saying, like, take you want to take advantage of this time to get ahead. Okay. Because <laughs> yeah, I'm really going to so be slowing time. down a little bit to be like, all right, like, let me actually appreciate because um, I don't know if I said it. In, no, actually, I did say it in this episode. But yeah, like this puts me at over half a million dollars in assets. So it's like, and there's got to um, be some like money sound effect. Hold on. <laughs> I don't think there is a sad. Dang. But yeah. Um, but yeah, and I, I was going to say, because we had this conversation before on the last pod that um, I feel like people kind of overhype it a little bit when it, when it comes to real estate because they're like, oh, but you have control over this asset that's hundreds of thousands of dollars or whatever. Um, but to me, a lot of times it's like it doesn't really matter because it's not like it's it's liquid. Even though for me, I still have a lot of my bread liquid, so I mean I can still like move around however I need to. But the fact that it's a house hack too, and it's allowing me to not only live for free, but get paid, and they're paying down the mortgage and all that. To me, like it's it's a um, I guess it's a little bit more impactful or a little bit more meaningful than. I would typically think like when someone is just telling me that they have that much and the majority of it is not liquid. Um, but back to what you were saying about the the traveling alone thing. So it's really not even that um, lonely, like in the, my in my experience, because the way that I was doing it was I was booking like a lot of Airbnb experiences. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I ended up meeting like a lot of other people Different, that. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know uh, what I mean. And I was going to, yeah, I was going to like, uh, like bar crawls and things like that as well, which I mean, you don't really drink. So I was going to say, none of that, that sounds, that sounds like not fun, no lie, but (laughs) I mean like that part of it might not necessarily be the most fun, but I'm saying in terms of like meeting other people and for some reason, I feel like maybe just when people travel too, like maybe if I like talk to them back in their hometown, it might be a little bit different, but I don't know. I feel like I've personally met uh, met really cool people when I was traveling. Like I, when I went to Colombia by myself, I met some girl that was a digital nomad. Mm-hmm. So she can live like anywhere in the world, and she like I think she um, when she comes home or whatever, like she stays in Colorado. 
but she was living in like Peru for a minute. Like she just travels wherever and she can afford to because she just makes money like on her laptop. So mm-hmm. she's not financially independent in the sense that like she still technically has to work, but she still has at least like location independence. Like she can do it from wherever she wants. And she's an entrepreneur, so she can probably kind of control the hours that she works a little bit more than the average person. Um, But yeah, and then this wasn't a solo trip, but when I went to Costa Rica with other people in our mastermind, like Billy and Cody, like we met um, these two queens from New Orleans (laughs) and like Uh they were um, they were business owners, too. Like they own. Yeah, yeah, they own uh, or they own like a salon. Like, so one of them did hair, the other one did nails and all that. But, yeah, and, like, we made, like, good connections with them, and we actually planned to go visit them um, at some point, too, in New Orleans. One of them actually moved to Houston, so when we go to Houston, we have, like, a connect out there as well. Uh, but, yeah, you still end up running into different people, and you can have certain conversations with them. And they do actually think yeah. it's cool. They're like, oh, word, yeah. like, you invest, you do this, you do that. Yeah. And it's like, they actually want to hear more. And then, I guess, because you're kind of, like, more loose, too, it's like, even if they are kind of like regular degular, um, it's it's just not as annoying, I guess, because yeah. it's not as much of like that ego thing. Like when I was talking about that girl where it's like she doesn't want to feel inferior. So she's like like she wants to roast me type of thing. Whereas out there, it's like everyone's just trying to chill and have a good time. So that makes a lot. The reason I was like asking to because I was like, I kind of want like that sounds like good because a lot of people around my life, like I feel like I can see myself like surpassing them but even if i wanted to travel i wouldn't know what i would do but you're right the airbnb experiences, airbnb I never experiences really thought about that. yeah i never would have thought about using that I, I was more thinking like you put yourself in a city you're just chilling in a hotel you're like all right what do i do now but yeah that makes a lot of sense um yeah. but yeah no nah, but back to the property though i want to keep it on that uh i was gonna ask you like what were you planning on yeah, doing i'm, for I'm about to be realistic no i'm playing go ahead no nah, chill i said like, what do you want to do for renovations for the property yeah, so while I'm living there, it's like, I don't really want to do too much. And I didn't even want to do the things that I'm doing. Like, if if it was just me, I wouldn't do anything. But the fact that I'm going to have roommates, um, it's like, whatever. Like, let me, I guess, just make it, like, a little bit nicer. So they're, um, they're kind of okay living there and paying, like, 600 for the rooms. But, yeah, so if you guys watch the story two weeks ago because i'm assuming it's going to come out like two weeks from the time that (laughs) i started doing it um basically just painting flooring for right now so i had someone come by um to give me a quote for painting and i actually know this guy from from high school so he quoted me like a thousand dollars to paint he uh, went to Tolgate. yeah Mm, some bad people come from Tolgate, don't lie no that's actually facts like you're Um, matthew roach like i don't know yeah, bro. I don't know about him, bro. <laughs> but yeah, I've never mentioned him on the podcast. It's not funny. Nah, we'll see if he's really listening time. now. Cause let's see uh, if he's post something about it. Nah, I know he'd be listening. But anyways, yeah. So a thousand dollars to paint that whole unit, like that's actually really, really cheap. Um, so I think there's like six rooms total in the property, and like I was calling Jason, who was on the pod before. And he was like, oh, like, I don't even think that you should get the quotes because they're going to be taxing you and all that. Um, and he was like, bro, they're, they're probably going to charge you like 500 a room, like a minimum. So it would have been like $3,000. Um, and actually, I'm, I'm going to speak about like pricing and stuff like that in, in a second. But yeah, so this guy charged me 1000 which um, I don't I don't know about the quality yet. Like, I'm actually not going to know until it's done. 
But when it comes to painting, like, and the alternative was me doing it myself, I'm like, I mean, if it's at least as good as I would do myself by not being a professional painter, then I don't care. Plus, it's a rental. And I'm like, yeah. in my opinion, probably worst case scenario is like, I'm going to like see certain spots that like need a touch up and then I can just do the touch up. Like, <laughs> yeah. like I just don't, I just don't see how it's like the biggest deal in the world. Like how bad could it, it really get? But watch next week. I'm going to be like, it was horrible. Like, yeah, I'm going to be facts. freaking out. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, you never know. I don't know. I guess I'll, I'll I, just try it out. I bet it's better because you know, your uh, roommates too. And I don't think like the roommates are pretty picky. Well, I don't know one of them, but I, I know one of them. I don't. Yeah, Cody's really not picky. Oh, never mind. Cody's not picky. I don't know about yeah. the other guy. Um, okay. Because I know him, but I don't know him like that, like that. Okay. But, yeah, and then when know. it comes to flooring, so by the way, the only reason I was getting paint done was because like you could see like a lot of. Uh, I don't know how how you would even say it, but I mean there was like, like skid marks from mark, when they were like, like moving stuff mark, from yeah. the property. It looks like someone drew, like, all over a wall and all that. And it was, like, I'm not just going to paint, like, one room or, like, one wall. It's, like, I might as well just do the whole thing because I'm going to have to do it anyways once I move out. So, whatever. Um, and then with the flooring, like, in, in the living room specifically, like, the carpet was not okay. <laughs> it was not okay. Yeah, and, like, certain parts of it. Did you see it? Yeah, I saw everything. Yeah, but I was confused though because you told you told me the cleaner went through that, but I was still like, then why is this stuff still? Oh, maybe because you're trying to peel back the. the oh, when I yeah, when I was peeling yeah yeah. So okay, she, I was gonna say I was like that. she's kind of trash. All right, nah, <laughs> all right yeah. No, nah, the cleaner was alright, but no, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just saw it after. I was like, I didn't. I thought she was kind of bad, but I guess not. Yo, everyone was trying to roast my cleaning lady actually. I was getting bro, be, so I, mean, I was getting tight, bro. I, bro. I, I think because because like, you posted that you posted that with all this stuff on the ground. And I was like, yo, didn't your cleaner come through? Like, why is there so much trash on your ground? That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Until just now, you cleared it up. Like. So what? Yeah, what he's talking about is um. Wait, are you talking about when there was like dust everywhere? Are you talking about when I actually peeled the carpet back? Well, you peeled the carpet back, but like even in like the other room going up to it, or maybe in the same room, I can't like remember. There was like some like stuff on the ground like it was clear like either dust or like i don't even know yeah okay so if you're talking about that like that was something that people kept asking me about me like i'm like bro my cleaner didn't clean it yet <laughs> like at that point <laughs> like i took the picture beforehand obviously i wouldn't have paid her <laughs> if that was the case no nah, but no nah, but wasn't when you took like the video of you peeling back the carpet your cleaner had already been through right yeah or was that you who made that mess Oh, in the room when there was like just yeah. yeah yeah no that was me that made that mess because oh, okay, I was trying okay. to I was trying to take a light out okay uh, all right from the fan yeah but she did alright shout out to my cleaning lady yeah <laughs> <laughs> but um you know, a winky face alright relax <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah so I will also say um actually floor, no my my bad floor. so what yeah so the carpet or whatever it's like messed up in one room and it's like carpet throughout basically the whole thing other than the kitchen and the bathroom so i'm like yeah again like i'm not just gonna do the flooring in the living room like just do the whole thing then um especially since like it's all like the layout is the exact same so um yeah so he actually quoted me like like 2700 for that but i don't i don't know if he knows that it's like i didn't want him to um or i don't want him to like replace the flooring in the bathroom because it's already tile so I might even get it for cheaper than that. Like once I, once I say that. Mm -hmm. Um. 
But yeah, we'll see. So that that would basically means that this renovation for the most part is like thirty seven fifty. And I mean all, no, what you, what are you gonna do? What about the hole in the wall? And by wall I mean door. Just replace the door. Yeah, how much does that cost though? Uh, I don't know, but in my course, in my course, they said it's not expensive at all, so don't even worry about it. Oh really? Yeah. So, um, yeah, I think they said like if it's a door that actually is like leading into the the property, like if it's like the front door, then that's a problem. But if it's just a room door, they're saying it's fairly cheap. So, yeah, it's not that serious. But um, so I'll say for the most part, like the bigger things, like totaled, is like thirty-seven. Oh, like the leak underneath here. No, bro, that's not even a leak from that. Oh, I really? noticed that, too. That's why I was, like, feeling a way that, like, Cody is was rusting me about it, too. No, there is a leak, So, <laughs> but the leak is not coming from under the sink. Like, it's not one of the pipe things or whatever. Like, it's just, um, like, the hose thing, like, the spray hose, it's loose, like, where like where you would essentially, like, press the button for it to spray out. So that's um, loose. So when you turn oh, the water, under. like... No, like, all right, so I wish I had, like, a spray bottle like or something. This is not a good example, but <laughs> this is, like, shaving cream, right? Dang, I don't want to brand them. <laughs> but anyways, yeah, like, you see how, like, like this is the part that you would, like, press to, like, spray it out? It's, like, this part right here is leaking from that. Oh, you see what I'm okay, saying? Okay, so okay. when you turn the water all the way on, it's, like... Like, sometimes it's going to, like, leak out a little bit. But I guess that's why when I was in there earlier, they had, like, the whole thing, like, pulled out a little bit. So that doesn't happen. But I don't I don't think it's really that serious to fix it. Yeah. That's good, then. So you have, like, no yeah, real that's what I'm saying. So probably, like, yeah, I don't really have any real problems. It just, it needs to be prettier than it is right now. So like I said, mm-hmm. um, it's basically $37.50. I'm going to have to do a couple more minor things, like, the door um and get that that little like leak from the hose thing replaced um but yeah so let's say even if, if it totaled like four thousand dollars or whatever but the other units basically look exactly the same so i'll just be doing the same thing there as well and i don't i mean i don't know if i should be saying it as if it's like nothing like like that's nothing but to me like i i personally don't really you mean care four thousand yeah I don't think you should care at this point. Like, I, yeah, I so t- this is something that I want to speak on earlier because we keep talking about how, like, things change, like, depending on, like, the level that you're at. But, like, especially when it comes to house hacking, like, I feel like most people stress out about certain things because, like, when you're typically, like, recommended to start house hacking, it's more so, like, like at kind of the very beginning of your journey. And I think it's also because a lot of people are, like, convincing you from this uh, from the perspective of someone that, like maybe just graduated college and got their first job and like now they're renting or whatever. So it's like in Set for Life, he talks about house hacking after like getting your first $25,000. Um, so these these like certain like little expenses, like a couple thousand dollars, I feel like when you only have like $25,000 or less, it's kind of like the biggest deal in the world. And you're like, no, I'm not paying anyone to do anything. Like I'm handling it all myself because you really are focused on like saving like every single dollar you can. But I started house hacking, like, a lot later in my financial independence journey. So I'm just, like, I really don't care. <laughs> like, yeah. and especially because um, I did all that upfront work, like, years ago. Like, when I first started out, like, just doing Lyft, bro. Do you understand that, like, on, like, Fridays specifically? It's, like, I'm working up at 6.30 a.m. to, like, go to my job at the bank, right? And then at 4.45 p.m., 
Like, once I leave, I'm turning on my little lift light in my car, bro. And I'm driving sometimes until, like, 6 a.m. the next morning, bro. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because at one point, at one point, I was like, bro, I'm literally not going to stop until, like, I can drive all the way back to my house from wherever I am without getting another ride. And if I kept getting another ride, I'm like, I'm just going to keep going. I'm just going to keep going. Yeah. And a lot of times, it would be, like, 3 or 4 in the morning, and then someone needs a ride. So we live in Rhode Island. Someone would need a ride to Boston. Like, Logan Airport, because they were taking a flight. So, it's like 3 or 4 in the morning. I'm thinking, like, all right, bro, like, I'm almost done. Nah, we going to Boston. <laughs> a whole hour up well. there and a whole hour back. So, Did that... pay well? Like, you said what? Like, would a ride from Boston pay well? I'm just curious. Uh, I mean, it felt like it was good at the time, but... I mean, I guess, I guess it depends, but, um... I would say, like, because people, like, tipped pretty well... Usually, yeah. I would end up making like like a hundred dollars for that ride. I think because they were tipping me oh, so that's well. That's pretty nice. Yeah, I think I, so. Yeah. Anyway, so but my point was like because I was willing to do all that work back then. I'm like, bro, like I'm tired. Like I understand that for other people listening, like you know maybe they're older, or whatever. Like twenty five, like you can't be tired, bro. I'm tired. Like yeah. now I see a problem and I'm like, where's my wallet? Yeah. I see a problem and I'm just like, <laughs> just want to throw money at it, bro. Like, I don't care. Like, just handle it. Handle it. Um, I was, depending I was on how much that, it is, but go ahead. Well, like you, what you were saying, too, like, I think more of a practical reason is that the amount of time it would take for you to renovate the property, you're saying would even lose you out on the money you could potentially make. Like, let's say you even wanted to do, uh, take a weekend off to do it. You're like, I could still make the money and more if I just got it done by someone and then just kept doing my deliveries than if I just did it myself. Yeah, or sometimes it would basically be, like, break even, and I'm like, but I don't, like, I don't know. If I'm just going to break even, like, I'd rather just do something that I don't really mind doing versus, like, trying to figure out how to do this thing that I don't even care about doing. Like, flooring, bro, I'm not doing flooring. I'm not doing flooring. (laughs) I I don't enjoy it. For y'all that like doing it, for y'all that are, like, contractors and handymen, like, that's cool, but, like, you should just be happy that I'm willing to pay someone like y'all to handle it for me because I'm not doing it. Um, but yeah, like that, that's just how I feel. So even when it comes to property management, like a lot of people too, they're like, oh, it's not even worth it because, um, like on an annual basis, it's like you end up paying them like thousands of dollars. And like, like I said, like when you're at the beginning stage of that journey, it's like that couple thousand dollars on an annual basis is like a big thing for you. But to me, it's like, I'm like looking to uh, increase my wealth by like tens of thousands of dollars on an annual basis. So if someone can like clear up some of these headaches for me for a couple thousand dollars a year, I personally do not care. But I'm saying that like at at the beginning. So like maybe later on, I might be like, oh, you know, it's not even worth it. I should have just did it myself. But for right now, it's like. I feel like you won't yeah, feel no. like that, to be honest. Then what, what, what about the future would make you feel like this $3,000, if you're going to be making stupid money too in the future? I feel like you would never feel like that. I don't think so either, but um, at the same time, it's like it's the thing I say about like, uh, like constantly learning or whatever, because true, I know yeah. that, true, I know yeah. that um, a lot of people that are big into real estate, like real estate is their main bag. Um, they do recommend managing properties yourself at the beginning so you like kind of understand everything that that goes along with it but to me it's like I feel like I understand it maybe not experientially but at least theoretically because I read like multiple books on managing rental properties and in the course I took there's a whole section on it 
So I'm like, I feel like I understand what goes into it. And at the end of the day, it's like, that's not really the part of the business that I really care to work on. Like, I'd rather just uh, focus on, like, looking into new opportunities and networking, acquiring more assets, um, and have someone else actually do the, the managing of it so I can work on my business versus working in my business. But my situation is more so complicated because it's like, it like, real estate doesn't even necessarily have to be, like, my main business. Because I was saying to you before that I was like, I mean, after I get this property, like, I was planning on starting, like, a business outside of real estate. Um, one that would, bring like, make me, like, a couple thousand dollars a month, potentially. So, it's like, yeah, a couple thousand dollars a year to pay this person to handle this so I can work on this business doesn't matter to me. So, I feel like it, it gets complicated because, it's like, what is your main focus? Like, what is your main bet? Is it mm -hmm. going to be these properties? Because then, like, if that's the case, then maybe you want to self-manage at the beginning. But if it's not, then like, like, just why would I take the time to do that? Um, yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. Oh yeah, I mean that really that was actually like an hour perfectly, too. That's it. Yeah. Uh well, I so, will yeah, say. Have a good day, everyone. So, Goodbye. Nah, chill. <laughs> <laughs> I will say that um I might actually end up uh acquiring properties a, a lot more rapidly. Um, because I might focus on, like, actually pursuing real estate more so um, as a business versus, like, as a traditional, like, investor. Um, because I might start utilizing the birth strategy, which is buy, rehab, refinance. No, sorry. Buy, rehab, mm -hmm. rent, refinance, repeat. Um, so, potentially, like, buying properties, like, a lot more rapidly trying to refinance out of the loan so I can acquire um, more properties quicker and all that. Um, but yeah, so if that's the case, though, it's like I really want to be focused on just finding more properties to acquire. I don't want to be focused on like, oh, there's a leak. <laughs> Gotta go handle that. Like, no, bro, that that's just not what I'm here to do. So, yeah, that's it. I don't know for sure um, if that's what I'm going to be pursuing. So, um, I'm going to sit down with my lender, probably going to sit down with, uh, my property manager cause he also became a realtor recently and he has access to hard money. And when you're doing the birth strategy, you're typically going to be using hard money. So that means you're not getting traditional financing. You're going through almost like a private lender, but like they do this like for a living. So it's a little bit more official than the average private lender. Um, but yeah, so I'm yeah, so probably going to sit down with them. Yeah, and we'll see if that's a move. And, I, and I'm reading the the Burr book from Bigger Pockets. So buy rehab, refinance. No, buy rehab, rent, refinance, repeat by David Green. If y'all want to check it out, I'm probably gonna finish it this week. This is gonna be probably my second or third time reading it, but I'm gonna because I need to decide like what is my next step after this house hack. That's what I'm focused on. But go ahead, you can close yeah, it. Yeah, no, I gotta put that. I'm trying to just put this uh, in so you can reference. I hope they can't the see how much I'm sweating on this camera, bro. <laughs> nah, you, uh, you're jeez, bro. Well, I so I will. I got you. So just so everyone knows, every single link or every single thing we mentioned, I always keep a running list of of them. So those two books you mentioned today are here, Noah. Just so you know, and if you ever again want more information, just hit us up. We're not gonna. We're not. We're gonna always. Let you know it's good. Hold up. But about that half a million thing, since you're gonna edit this out anyways, like Justin, yeah. group, he was looking to to house hack this property that's like already like four hundred something thousand dollars. So in that scenario, that's why I'm saying like I feel like 
I mean, for him, it's still a come up, especially if it's a fourplex, because he's probably going to be getting paid a lot more to live in yeah. that property. But, like, the fact that it's not liquid, I don't know. I don't know if I would, like, if it was me personally, like, would I feel a way about bragging about having half a million if so much of it is not liquid? But I already have yeah. six figures liquid. So that's why Wait, I'm I thought he was. Didn't he say he. I, I have not been reading the chats. Didn't he say. Oh, like, I guess I can stop this recording. Ah right, yeah. So uh thank you everyone uh for tuning into the Wealth is Health podcast. We'll see you on next week's episode. Um you have a question for him, Noah? I don't have one today. Off the top of your head. Dang. <laughs> I know, um, I'll put you on the heavy spot right there. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Alright, so let us know. Uh if y'all plan on house hacking, what is your next move after that? What is your game plan? Cause to me, even at the closing table, I was talking to my lender right there and then like, all right, so what's the next move? You know what I mean, what's yeah. the next play? Cause it, it doesn't stop here, bro. Half a million, I'm still. All right, so what is your next move? Awesome. All right, feel free to like this video. Please like this video. Don't feel free to do it. like it. Like the, just like the video. Uh, subscribe, leave us a review one. turn on the notifications. Subscribe. Yeah. Exactly, do all that, comment to us. Uh, we'll, we'll talk to you. Definitely. We'll see you in next week's episode. Peace.